0: The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. At the nexus of three major ley lines, the city shimmers with magical energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. Luckily for the folks of Lanarcanum, the High Guard take their jobs seriously. L.A.H.G. is comprised of many different divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most disturbing cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. We rejoin our detectives for the thrilling conclusion of... Holy
1: day. Previously on Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit, uh, our intrepid heroes found themselves talking about what to do for Shannon Sparks' birthday, which she's never really celebrated before because it conflicted with the more important religious holiday in her order. Then they get a vision. It turns out the leader of her very own church has gone missing in a mysterious magical accident. Not wanting to allow this magical accident to be known by the general populace at large, the chief sends them to solve the case. They meet with Shannon's former friend, Clara, who they're in, I- immediately suspicious of, but who doesn't quite seem to know what's going on. Uh, but she, she, after a, a brief r- reunion, which was not super enthusiastic, uh, Clara proceeded to show them to the office where they found that indeed a relic had been stolen and uh, the leader of the order was missing. Uh, Mikhail and uh, Bark then split off from the group to go across the street, to the Church of the Keepers of That Which Is Real, who were always accused of pranking the Church of Fashionology as well as other churches. He met with the leader of the church who said that they, had, they too had had a relic stolen and uh, were now going to search through a relic room to find clues. We rejoin the story with Ilan and Shannon and Clara walking in to the office of Kaleidi, Clara's mom, and the second in charge of the Church of Fashionology. Yeah. So y'all are uh, y'all are walking down uh, hallways, uh, kind of kind of occasionally getting stopped by people like bustling through, moving from doorway to doorway. Uh, you you pass the dorms uh, where you, you can kind of glimpse in and see like bed sheets have been uh, pulled off and 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 like some pieces cut out of them as some folks are making desperate moves to uh, to, to find some interesting things to do to patch up their uh, their outfits for the the big march tomorrow. And, uh, finally you, uh, find your way to, uh, like a very modest looking door, uh, that, um, Clara s- starts to open and, uh, finds that, that it's locked. And she kind of seems confused uh, and she knocks on the door and says, mother, mother, are you in there? I don't, I don't know why it's locked. There's no, there's, there's no one answering
2: here. Here, let me try. And Ellen knocks.
1: Uh, there's a click and the door opens. Oh. And, uh, before you, uh, stands a a woman, uh, standing sort of awkwardly. Uh, but she's, she's wearing this amazing looking dress that, uh, has, uh, shapes and textures that, that really just seem to sort of pop off the dress. Uh, it, it seems, um, very, very beautiful, very realistic, uh, but it doesn't seem finished. So there, there are lots of pins holding it in place. And uh, and she's kind of holding her arms out stiffly as she uh, sw- swing lets the door swing and then steps back to uh, to let the seamstresses that were working on the dress continue working. And she says, "Clara, what is it? I'm busy.
3: Okay, Clara, I guess you're not gonna say anything typical.
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah Claire, Clara just looks at you and and kind of gives you a look like you're about to be in trouble.
3: Okay. Uh, Hi, Kaleidi. I know it's been a long time. Kaleidi's
1: eyes go wide, and she she lifts her arms in the air, and the the pins pop, and her sleeves pop, and she says, What are you doing here, Sparks? Heretic! You shouldn't even be in this building.
3: Whoa, slow down, okay? I knew you when you were just Sharon, Clara's mom, okay? So calm down a little bit first.
1: My name is Kaliety. I never understood why you called me Sharon.
3: Okay, let's not play this game. I am here working and I'm with my- Working?
1: Have
3: you joined
1: another sect of the church?
3: No, I don't practice that anymore. I am a free thinker, so I follow my own fashion heart now. Then
1: what could possibly, have you joined those damned realists? Are you here to do more to ruin our day?
3: No. Do I look like a drab person that talks slowly and is well, totally uninteresting? No.
1: <laughs> she, she gives you that look like you kind of set yourself up for that. Well,
3: well, low-hanging fruit as always, you know. That's- okay. Oh, anyway. Okay, okay fair. <laughs> anyway, I'm here with my partner, Ellen, and we're just trying to- Well,
1: congratulations to you both.
3: Oh, thanks. We're, we're not lovers. We been working it's, out we, we work together. I feel like you're making a lot of conclusions right now, unfairly.
1: Well, I'm sorry, things are moving very quickly around here. And if I don't move quickly, then this whole event is going to fall apart. Now, could you please get to the point?
3: Okay, so uh, we had a couple of questions for you. Oh, right.
2: Uh, did you kill anyone last night? Did I, did I what? K- kill anybody?
1: Kill anybody? Yeah. Do I Do I look like I killed anybody? I've been killing myself, trying to get this dress done. We've all been killing ourselves, trying to finish, so we can have a favorable reception by the gods tomorrow in our march.
3: Okay, let's be a little bit more specific here. Uh, I have a hunch that you may have been one of the last people to be around Tim before you went missing.
1: Oh, jim Tun?
2: Yeah, 2 ton.
1: Oh, She's She is aghast <clears throat> that you called him that. <gasps> Who dare taught you that name?
2: I, I, it, it, I, I heard around the street, outside. Isn't, isn't that, isn't that what, 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 You should
1: have that filthy mouth washed out.
2: That's what the that chief is, says
1: too. That's the leader of our order. And yes, he is missing. Last night, we were both staying up late working on pieces of our outfits. He went into his office, I will admit, we did have, did have a dispute.
2: What, what was your dispute about?
1: He wanted his outfit to use some fabric that I had specially chosen for myself and had ordered from overseas and well, I had already put it into my dress and he basically ordered me to take it out and and put it into his uniform
2: what what fabric um,
1: and she she turns around and there's a there's a piece actually missing from the back of her dress uh and she's like you'll You'll have to go find it on his outfit. I already took it out of mine and took it to his workshop. But when I went to deliver it, well, he wasn't there.
2: Could could you describe it? Did it have a particular pattern on it? This fabric? Yeah, I, it, I can't identify it if you don't know what I'm looking for.
1: Sure, yes. And she <laughs> she goes on to describe like something that sounds like uh, a mix of, like, argyle and tartan, but it's also, uh, it's, it's very soft to the touch, but it's extremely 3D textured. It's only made by monks that uh, live on a mountain that is uh, populated by these very special sheep uh, that have to be fed a very special diet in order to produce the right wool. And, and she keeps going on and on about, like, how, how oh, it's made. Right. And how-
2: argyle tartan sheep. Oh, I tried to raise one of them once. It's so tough. Anyway, um, so uh, did did it have snake patterns on it?
1: Snake snake
2: patterns? Oh no. Well, I'm out of questions, Shannon.
3: Um, yeah. So why? What's the deal? Like, why couldn't you guys have just shared the same fabric? I know it's been a while since I practiced fashionology, but
1: uh, <laughs> then Shannon, you should know how <laughs> expensive it was. I saved for weeks, and when he saw it on my outfit, he said, I just have to have it, and and that was it. Oh, it's so frustrating, but I I don't know. I took it to his office, and, and he, he wasn't there, and no one has seen him since then.
3: Wait, wait, wait. That's, I feel like you said something different a couple of minutes ago. The first time, didn't you say that you, wait. Walk me through what happened yesterday. <sighs>
1: Would you like me to start at the beginning? Yes. So then, then she starts uh, <laughs> describing waking up in the morning uh, and starting she... to uh, prepare the kitchens and. Oh, what uh, do you got?
0: I was going to ask if she
2: okay, woke up in the morning feeling that's like. Not what I meant. No, it's I'm 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 getting it. Keep going and
1: she goes, she goes on to describe the day uh, how everyone was working on their things uh, she had to yell at some people <laughs> to clear their plates so they could make more workspace she had to stop mm-hmm. several uh, bickering arguments over who was going to get to use which machines and in what order uh, some disputes about thread and uh, she goes through the course of the day and uh, she gets to uh, towards the end of the day after dinner and uh, lights out she says she was in her uh, she picks back up uh, i was was here in my workshop finishing up some parts of the back of the dress and jim came in and and said he was almost done something was just just a touch off for for his outfit and i happened to be working on the part with with the tartan special sheep anyway he he saw the argyle tartan sheep fabric and said that's that's it i must have it and I I said no. And he said, well, I'm the head of the order. You must do as I say. So uh, he stormed back to his room and uh, workshop, I assume. And well, I ripped it right out. I ripped it out of the dress and I I took it to his office and he wasn't there. So I, I left it with the rest of his things and went to bed. I resumed work this morning and no one seems to have seen him. So I'm doing double duty today. I'm doing all of Jim's work and as well as my own.
3: Hmm. So Shannon pulls me Kyle to the side and she's like, does this check out to you? I feel like she seems really nasty and mean. And also my, like- she My name's Illyn. Sorry, Ellen, I have a lot going on right now. Okay?
2: I, I know we all do.
3: Anyway, Ellen. I feel like she's, like, hiding something, right? Are you getting this feeling?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, we, we, we do know that, that, that she's supposed to have been working on some sort of uh, deeper magic that, that, that was going to be a surprise, right? That was her, right? Or was yeah. that him? I, I kind of wrote over my notes about bags, oh. eggs and bacon.
3: You keep them on your hand? Yeah. I, I feel like you, your hands get really gross sometimes. Is that a good idea? what do you mean i don't nothing you're right you're right um well i guess if if he's not if she's not saying anything then you know we can't get her to to say anything she doesn't have any recollection about snakeskin
1: well would uh would anyone like to roll to see if she's telling the truth
2: definitely somebody would
1: maybe an insight Uh, check uh,
2: yes Illen is all over that, like, wide on row. Did I say all over that? I meant, uh, well, uh, nine plus four is thirteen over that. Illen is partially over that.
1: Um, yeah, that's Red. not, not quite gonna do it. Uh, so, so, um, She's she's actually leaning. <laughs> That's a very good entry. She is uh, <laughs> leaning over uh, as the seamstresses work on reattaching her sleeves, and Ilan Ilan walks up to look Kaleidi in the face, uh, and and makes yeah extreme squint, uh, ponders <laughs> giving giving that really mean face, the one that uh, you work on in the back of Mikhail's head when you brush your teeth, uh, but uh, but back, ends up backing off, thinking like no, it's a little too scary, and and so Kaleidi just says now. If there is anything else I can help you with, officer. And looks at Shannon and says, heretic. Otherwise, you know I could be back to getting my dress finished.
3: You know what? I'm going to tell you this because you've been like kind of nasty all day. That dress is too small for you. It would have fit like two years ago. Oh. Oh. So oh. you know.
1: Well, you, you'll just have to see it when it's finished. It's going to be th- something that Lan Arcanum, No, the. the the world has never seen. Just you wait. Tomorrow's march is going to be special. No one will be able to forget it.
2: What? Well, Why would we're... we believe that? That... coming from... you. That... that... I mean, <laughs> I've, I've seen these other dresses and, and they all pretty much look the same. I don't...
1: Oh, you would say that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Boy, I go to into blowing up and telling us that she totally killed people?
1: <laughs> no, she doesn't take that from Ilan. She yeah. she just she just looks at you and and says, uh um, "Oh, well, I assume you're wearing your most fashionable of coveralls."
2: Well, if that Yes, because they're my only ones.
1: Yes, with the artisanal ink stains and grease stains and I assume poop I made, stains. I
2: made them myself.
1: I bet you're very proud. I bet your whole family is proud.
2: You know what? You sure, are actually. actually. Thanks. You know, I, you. I I I don't often meet people who remind me of how proud I am to do what I do and be who I am. But thank you. And uh, Ilan uh, gives Kaleidi a big hug.
1: Oh, and some of the seams start to rip as you pull on the dress, and she she gasps and and like basically screams like, "Ah, get off!
2: But, you're yeah, ruining we're it."
1: Uh, Ilan give me a perception check.
2: Perception isn't good. Ilan's not good at perceiving things. Wisdom's +2. Huh. Oh, but I got a 15 on the die. 17. Total. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Oh, oh my
1: gosh. Okay. So, uh, Ilan actually while while you're basically like starting <laughs> to slowly rip this dress off this lady, uh, you you notice that uh, one side of it sits a little heavier than the other that there's like something sewn into it that's kind of, of dragging her waist down on one side uh, but before you can really get a hand on it she pulls back and she says "Oh, that's enough I've answered all your questions now please just just leave
2: Jeez, you don't have to be mean about it we were perfectly nice to you
1: And uh, from behind you, you hear Clara finally like cough and uh, laugh and she's like, uh, look, maybe (coughs) uh, the two of you could get back to trying to find our leader. Uh, We'd really appreciate that. Obviously he's not here, he's not in his room. (coughs) Maybe join your friend across the street and see what those damned realists are up to. He's been gone a while, so I bet he's found something. Mm.
2: Oh, he okay. fell into his necktie. We're pretty sure he's okay though. Maybe. What? Well, it's it's cop stuff. It's hard to understand sometimes.
1: Fell fell into his his necktie?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that happens. I I I got lost in, in a pair of uh pants once. They they were for a half giant?
1: Clara looks at the I at opened at Shannon. the wrong locker
2: at work. I opened the wrong locker at work a lot.
1: Clara uh, gives Shannon a look, uh kinda kinda like trying to have a moment of just like Is this is this for real? Like do you have to put up with this all the time? It kinda gives you a look of like,
3: you okay. And she's like she like mouths like he means or Aaron means well. Alan means well, right? Ellen means well.
1: Okay, and she kinda shrugs she's like, okay. Yeah. Uh but then all I right.
3: found a belt
2: and it it'll fit great.
1: And yeah, and so she's she's nodding and smiling, and then we, we fade over uh to Mikhail as a door opens and Barry says, uh, yeah, you're gonna love this first thing. It's amazing.
3: Well,
0: we'll have to see what is uh <clears throat> what is this first thing? Yeah, uh, it gonna...
1: and it's he uh he stumbles over past past a few shelves. You're you're in this uh dingy room, dark, just like everything else. Feels like the 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 color has been sucked out of everything that you're looking at. Like it's it's just just base reality. And it really
0: reminds me of home.
1: <laughs> and uh, Barry walks past a few shelves, stomps, and and turns. And says, ah, yeah, here it is, and pulls out a, a box that uh, scrawled like scritched into the front of this wooden box. Uh, it it says uh, ruined. And uh sets it on the ground and uh, you look around, you notice that there are all of these boxes say ruined uh on them. It's been scratched into them. And he pulls up a, a book that says uh the the uh what was the name of the system, the Duran Decimal system?
2: Deward, the Dewar Decimal.
1: Decimal system. Uh and it it's scratched into the cover over that. It just says ruined. Uh <laughs> and he and he opens it up and there's just like page after page of like highlight underline and marginalia that uh uh and he's like look it's all it's all in here It, it proves that this whole thing is just a construct there's nothing there's nothing real about it well i will say this um this book is real now
0: where do you fall on that you have inside the book now Real written words.
1: Now you're it's, starting to get it. I like oh, you. Oh, yes. Very well. Okay,
0: well, uh, let's look at some of these. I will say uh, it seems very inefficient. If you're going to have every box, say, ruined, does everything need its own box? It seems very inefficient. Wouldn't it be better to just have a a wing for ruined things and presumably a wing for things yet to be ruined?
1: Oh it's it's like the boss says we we don't ruin things here we we disprove it out in public where everybody can see and then oh, yes. then when it's you know they don't want it anymore it's uh, it's useless to them it's more painful if we leave it behind so we just oh, take it, it and we file it
0: could I take this? Uh, I don't, I mean, is it, would it be possible for me to either have it or even just borrow it? I mean, do a little bit of, uh, you know, just personal reading on this is not, off. I, I'm not asking this as an officer of the law, but merely as a, an enthusiast of organizational. I'll tell you what,
1: I'll, uh, I'd be happy to get you set up with a library card. You can, you can check out any of these objects, but the proof in there is uh, pretty, pretty valuable to us. You know, we, well, we like being able to prove what's real and what's not real and having to redo that proof, oh buddy uh bell worked a long time on that and she's like oh yeah geez she looks really stressed out by the idea of you taking it away
0: do you have anything that you could rent check me out that is um durable and or chewable because i i do know someone who would be very interested in borrowing something um chewable but which is sturdy enough not to to
1: be overly damaged uh and at that uh tanar speaks up and says like oh yes chewables now that's an interesting subject did you know that everything chewable is real
3: <laughs> oh
1: uh, Ruff, you know I had Ruff. that I had
0: I had a suspicion that that was the case Ruff. Ruff.
1: Uh, well here I'd love to tell you all about it and, uh, oh, uh, and reaches up and uh and grabs uh you know like what what looks to be uh sort of a wooden idol that's uh it's carved in the the shape of maybe a fertility god you're not really sure but it's it's got ruin scratch into it and uh and starts starts to describe like take this for example this is oh, made of a know. very very like middle hard wood like it's right in that Goldilocks range that would make it extremely chewable like you wouldn't be easily able to tear through it, nor would it be too hard for Teeth. Uh, <laughs>
0: could we, let, Can I look at this for a moment, and is this something we could check out temporarily, even while we're within the confines sure, of the Sure, go, go ahead. You know, whatever okay. you want to play with. Bark, I'd uh, this to be interesting. Okay, that was what I thought. Alright, my, my partner is going to examine that I'm going to really get into that,
1: and um... oh, okay. He seems he's like, he he looks a little bummed that you gave him the gave uh gave her the relic to chew on and destroy. But uh, it's like, well, that we got a bunch of those in the box, so why don't you just keep that? Honestly, it's okay. Oh, that's
0: very kind of you. Very, I'm sure, I'm sure Ilan will be very grateful, and I no Bark is. Oh. Now, I, I do have a question. Could we very quickly do a catalog of? Uh, I, you know, I understand you have a very efficient cataloging system. Could we perhaps? Do a quick check and, and see if there are any of your other relics that are missing any of these ruined x relics uh
1: yeah sure i mean let's uh you can go through here and um let me get a uh um, I, I would really
0: it would really behoove mikhail to have an organization skill because he uses that
1: all the time <laughs> yeah it it would um yeah, this, I guess I'm, I'm worried this isn't is a lot of your time, Mikhail. These are old these are old
0: relics, right? Yeah. They are they have some historical basis.
1: Well, so uh, at that at that point the uh, the three of them, uh, God, I keep forgetting their names and losing. Barry, my card. Bell, and Tanar. Thank you. Barry, Bell, and Tanar, they put their heads together and they're like, All right. You've all remembered your sections. The only thing that's real is memory everybody break go search your boxes i'm very confused
0: about the tenants of this organization
1: it, oh, uh, so well, everyone has just Tanars is like, well, we could I could discuss that with you over here, but I I need my f- attention to focus on searching these boxes.
0: No, very well. You 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 continue to search. I will wait patiently so uh, that, in the building.
1: Yeah, the three of them are uh, very quickly like you see them like jumping up, grabbing a box, uh, looking at it, maybe shaking some things. There's like some boxes within boxes, and they're they're very quickly going through is all it... the stuff.
0: Is it possible for Mikhail to leave this room and go snoop around the church to see if there's anything uh, else sure. to be found? Other than yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get Bark's attention to make sure she comes with me because although she is distracted
1: with this with this idol, I still think she would be invaluable sniffing out clues. Yeah. So you you head out and leave them behind, uh, and you're back you're back in the hallway. Uh, so you can go back mm. into uh, Hindman's office, or you can head out towards the sanctuary. Uh, and there are a couple of doors uh, here if you want to check those out.
0: Yeah, let's head back to the sanctuary, but check the doors on our way back and just see if there's anything that looks like it might be okay. uh, of interest to the case.
1: Yeah, so you're uh, you're poking along at the doors, and uh, we only get a, a perception check.
0: Also great. Also untrained. Are you sure I couldn't intimidate the doors? Just really <laughs> give it to them because <laughs> otherwise i got a five.
1: Oh no uh all right please add a failure to the scales of justice and i'm oh. very sad about that uh so <laughs> so actually um mikhail is uh pushing on a door uh that, that like kind of feels like the knob isn't locked maybe it's just stuck and mm. and starts to like starts to get into it like really turning and, and kind of putting his, his shoulder into it uh and and as he's giving it like that third, that third just real good like rear back. that he finds uh, out it's a pull door? His no, his uh his foot lands on a piece of fabric, and he goes face first into the door, <laughs> and slides down slowly to the floor. Uh, and uh, yep. Oh. So now now you're laying on the floor, in front well, of the door.
2: Bark bark is slobbering on the fabric.
1: Oh, good. <laughs> Could have been worse
0: for Mikael, I guess. Uh, oh, well, that is embarrassing. But thankfully, Bark here, uh, you won't tell anyone, right? Oof. Yeah, good. That's what I thought. Um, what have you got there, Bark? Uh, and there's a big welt. There's like a big knot right above his eyebrow. Obviously noticeable because he's completely bald. There's no way it's being
2: hit. Yeah. He doesn't
0: realize it. What have you got there, Mark? Bart? looks
2: briefly very protective when he realizes that you're not talking about his chew toy, and then uh, he just kind of uh, <laughs> sniffs. He, he starts stops inhaling, and the piece of fabric falls off of his nose and drifts back to the floor with a little trail of saliva.
1: Oh, well, this is... Uh... Yeah, and so this is uh, this is an interesting piece of fabric to you. It's a Ooh. texture you've never seen. I'm something I'm very completely unfamiliar with because the it, you know it's yeah. If you had to describe mm. it, you would call it like maybe a tartan mixed, mixed with like an a, argyle. Yeah, like uh, a pla- it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of woolly, but mm-hmm. it's feel, it almost feels like it's infused with minerals, and, uh-huh. and it doesn't make sense that it's like so three dimensional in texture. Well, this is very strange. This is some sort of weird. <laughs> Some sort of weird sock I can see,
0: but um, perhaps uh, it will be of use. Obviously, it does not belong here, so, and he takes out a leather leather pouch out of his trench coat, just drops it in the evidence pouch and puts that away. And so, uh, he's gonna quickly skedaddle uh, with Bark back to the uh, uh it's been clear. he checks his wrist, stand out. It's clearly we're pushing up against time here, so he runs back to the the uh. Relic, right. ruined Relic- Yeah, so as as service. Mikhail
1: steps out in the, the street, you can like the huh? the sun is starting to go down. It's starting to get late in the day. Uh and, and so he rushes across the street into uh oh sorry. Oh okay, yeah, they won't they won't notice me. They're okay. they're very busy
0: checking that uh, They will uh, Oh and they absolutely
1: don't. You just yeah, you just leave to the sounds of like them cluttering and clattering around and uh it's <clears throat> it's fine. They they love doing uh inventory checks, like this is this is Did their we? stuff. They're remembering past glories. Uh, so yeah, Mikhail steps out into the street and, uh, it's, it's dusk. The sun is starting to go down. So you know that, uh, things will be winding down for the day at the Church of Fashionology soon. Uh, but Mikhail stumbles in, uh, to, uh, the, the church, uh, with Bark behind and sees like, if anything, like more fevered activity, like everyone is looking really tired, but they are there. There's the sound of like scissors snipping and machines chunking along, moving fabric through, and and people arguing over who gets which gems to attach to their outfits. Uh, and so, what what are you up to?
2: Uh,
0: well, I was hoping to maybe see if Ellen and Eleanor uh, uh, Shannon were in here.
2: And another thing, Shannon, about her dress (laughs) was that it was really big, and it felt heavy on one side. Do do you know why a dress would feel heavy on one side?
3: I mean, other than her chest being uneven, probably she had some (laughs) sort of, like, hidden relic in there, if I could guess anything. Oh.
0: Hello. I have... I have... (laughs) <clears throat> I have uh, greetings. I have uh, returned from the the keep uh, the church of the Realist, keepers vault of the um, oh. with some interesting news. Oh. Uh, they also are missing a relic. Number one, and two. I have this
1: weird sock that I found. Um, and Clara, who has been escorting the the two officers out, sees that and like freezes.
3: Oh, so and that's her hand, what and her hand goes to her
1: mouth like.
0: It seems like it did not belong at the, at the Church of the Realists, so
1: You've, I was just... You found that across the street? You found that in the Church of the Keepers of that which is real? Well,
0: I'm not really at liberty to discuss ongoing cases in Rolf, that manner, so... That's,
1: that's impossible, that, that fabric, only, only my mother had that fabric. <gasps> what, what could she be... What could she be doing?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and,
1: and so at, at that moment, uh, you you hear the work around you start to cease. Like one, one by one, uh, folks start to get distracted by what they're working on. And uh, you, you're standing next to a table. You look at it and a, a pile of fabric that's on there. Uh, one catches your eye. It has this uh, lovely rendition of a sky with clouds and tiny birds. And you start to see the birds start to flap their wings. There's a there's a brief like glow that starts to come off the fabric, and the birds seem to start to move, and the clouds start to move across the sky. And a couple of tables over, there's uh, there's a motif of lions, and and like you see little little paws kind of reach out, and uh, all over the room. Little little embellishments in fabrics are starting to light up and sort of like move and come to life, and people are starting to freak out. Like they're in that moment where they're like, "I don't understand what's happening," but I'm about to scream and, and shout.
0: Um, Mikhail would like to um, assess the the entirety of the room and look for um, any uh, any any magical emanation. Now, again. Don't
1: have detect magic. Is that, is that a detect magic? Don't does anybody? Can anybody detect magic? I think no Shannon. I
2: suspect. Hand. If I were to take a guess, it would be that Shannon has detect magic.
3: I do, I do. Um. Yes. See. So is that like? It,
2: it, it's not a roll. You just cast it.
3: I just okay. I'm detecting magic. I feel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yeah. know
3: it's crazy. I and know. And so,
1: so you, uh you suddenly know. You feel like all of this is is permeating the room, magic, and, and it's it feels like two different things. One, you're very familiar with. You're familiar with this feeling that that sort of like buoy's up your your creations and and gives them that fashion livelihood. And this is a feeling that that you've known all of your life as you've learned to work. Uh, to work you know essentially your, your fashion magic and and choosing good ensembles and it's it's the feeling you get uh, you, you know when you walk into a room and things flow just correctly and everyone is wowed. but somehow under underneath that is it's mixed with with something else something something baser that feels very grounding uh, and you feel it coming very strongly from the workshop that you just left. And uh, actually, at that, at that moment, Clara looks you in the eye and, and you both have a moment where you both know what's happening.
3: Clara, we both know what's happening right now. And- Dylan,
0: neither <laughs> of us are completely sure what's happening right now.
3: Yeah, it's real neat. Sh-
1: <laughs> Shannon, we, we can't let her do this. This is, this is the ultimate heresy. She, is. she can't combine these two magics. Officers, you have to stop her.
3: Well, I I ca- here's the thing. I kind of feel like your mom, eh, she's a little, eh, right? So, I feel like she will definitely respond better if maybe you can help us set her up somehow or if we can get some sort of like confession situation. I feel like she's she's more likely to tell you something or Conf- to come out to you.
1: Confession. She's she's activating the magics of both our relic and and the jewel Something of
0: realist i, yeah, I don't the, know what it is the jewel of cold verum, if i had to guess that's right that's right Park. Park is understanding so, as well
3: here's the thing clara um i know that you're still in fashionology but now i'm at the high guard okay you know. so it's going to be difficult for us to get a conviction if we don't have hardcore evidence because the jury is really like on our they're,
2: tails, sometimes they, they could be pretty stingy. Yeah, they, they yeah. Th- well, that jury of our peers—it's rough. It right,
1: is this, this is really great, and I would love to have a discussion with you about <laughs> the fine inner details of the workings of your offices. But hey, uh probably these things are going to leap out of the fabric and kill us if we don't stop my mom right now. Okay. <laughs> Mikhail. evidence how we catch her casting this
0: magic. And I would like to point out that uh, actually involving citizens in a potentially dangerous situation is not covered by regul. Well, it is covered by regulations, but in a negative manner. It is something that
1: we are uh,
0: not expressly forbidden
1: to do, but it's at very
0: the, at this point. On. Clara
1: is like super <laughs> frustrated. She throws up her hands and she runs down the hall. And no, I'm sorry. Wait, her mother's workshop. <laughs> this no, is against the that,
0: regulations.
2: You're Strongly still a suspect.
3: So <laughs> yeah, we follow. After her.
1: All right, so uh, you're you're still um, several paces behind as Clara gets to the door and throws it open. And for a second, you're blinded by this light coming out of the workshop. Uh, and you hear Clara step into the room and and say, "Mother, I can't believe you're doing this. What are you?" Ah! And uh, oh. and and suddenly she stops shouting. Um. That's not great.
3: <laughs> it doesn't sound great.
0: So when Kyle continues running into the room, he has <laughs> he has he has uh, taken from his uh, across his back where he keeps it William the club uh, William club yep. rather uh, his giant uh, black studded bat braced bat and he, he, he loops into the room um, William at the ready.
1: Uh, all right. So as as Mikhail, uh, runs into the room. And his eyes adjust. The first thing that you see uh, is, um, uh, excuse me, Kaleidi standing in front of you in, in the same dress as before, but different. It's, I've never seen her. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, well, someone else would have noticed that, that. You see a woman standing <laughs> in, in a beautiful dress, dress. that, uh, and, and she seems to be hovering a couple of feet off the ground. And you see elements... Uh, all over this thing uh, th- that make no sense to you. Uh, you see uh, like feathers uh, coming off in some places, the things moving, and the, the whole thing appears to be alive as though it's a celebration of, of all forms of life. You see scales, you see uh, feathers, uh, you see uh, fish parts, you see tails and, and tentacles, and it's very mesmerizing to you. Uh, so give me a uh, wisdom saving oh. throw. Oh, is this magic? Oh, yeah. Okay, well,
0: I have advantage on uh, wisdom, charisma, and intelligence saving throws against magic. So good, good. Awesome. And I have in wisdom saving throws. Excellent. So, man, I really better get this.
1: I know, you're really building it up. 15. Oh, uh-huh. wow. So, yeah, uh, Mikhail starts to slow down <coughs> his stride as he almost becomes mesmerized. By this, and then he uh, he remembers what he was just talking with the people at the the Church of the Real that that none, none of this is real, none of this matters, uh, and so uh, he raises the, the William the club back in the air. And uh, do you want to give me an attack roll?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that uh, I'm going to quickly quickly shout um, uh, uh, that uh, you're uh, being did- hereby being detained by the Elnacanam High Guard sorry and then i'm gonna just try and bop her on the head with this just <laughs> I mean, you know i don't want permanent damage
1: yeah just right but, on the head uh,
0: huh right on the head right on the right on the old i mean it's as, as much as me kinda can potentially reach so probably like on the hip <laughs> um i got a 10 total so not great. Mm. but but <laughs> i mean is she
2: wearing armor <laughs> so,
1: uh, so so Mikhail uh, winds up for a big swing and uh, connects where he thinks her hips are. Uh, but the dress is moving and flowing mm. so quickly that he, he doesn't quite land it. it grazes her. Uh, and she, uh, we will not call that a, a loss on the, the scales of justice, but uh, it does get her attention. So uh, she looks down now at you, Mikhail and uh and says is it not glorious
0: um i don't really feel like i'm qualified to judge whether or not it is glorious it is definitely dangerous and you you've got to turn it off um right.
1: who would less uh, chance. yeah who would like to go next <laughs> uh yeah, I, scott
3: I'd, I'd or like to jeffrey i'd like to get in there shannon wants to get in there
1: yeah so, so shannon you you were walking in and watching uh watching this happen to mikhail
3: Wow, okay. This was intense. I'm glad I didn't get in that, but now, (laughs) after that, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like I should maybe do, uh, maybe I can maybe get some sort of medicine check by seeing (laughs) how healthy she is and maybe by seeing how healthy she is i can see and detect if she has any sort of like relics on her because her heart rate or her body temperature would have risen
1: all right Uh, let's say you you can look at her as uh, without an action so uh, you can can actually see uh, like amongst all of the, the like the flowing and the moving and the living Fabric. there is one spot that uh, is glowing and clearly emanating magical energy. And it's it's the, the buckle of a belt that is, uh, it's about the size of the head of Gersace emblem that, that would be missing from the desk. But in the middle of it is one dark spot that uh, would be about where the mouth is on uh, on the figurehead. And that's emanating sort of this mixing pattern of, of like white light and shadow that's uh, mm-hmm. spreading out from the, the relic.
3: Oh, that is a nasty rash. Let's take a roll and see what's going on there. Ah, okay, so I got a 10 and five. <clears throat>
1: All right. So yeah, you, you can tell that, uh, she, she has clearly taken the the relic of the the realists and combined it with, uh, the relic of Gersachi. And this is how she's, uh, creating all of this magic. What, what would normally be, uh, about creating illusions and, and joy, uh, is also being used to like turn those uh, illusions into a sort of warped reality. Okay. So do you do you want to do something now to, to uh, interfere with this?
3: Um, I feel like I feel like I do actually. Use your like unicorn
1: do. beam.
3: <laughs> you have so a unicorn I'm, beam. I'm going to use my unicorn beam, which I've never used at this point, but it's super awesome because X-ray beams shoot out my unicorn horn with glitter, That's and it's right. The person, then they because are in trouble. When you're a,
2: ha- a half unicorn and you cast Sacred Flame, it obviously comes out of your unicorn horn.
3: I mean, obviously.
2: obviously. Uh, okay. So, uh, Sacred Flame requires a Dexterity saving throw, or the subject takes one d8 radiant damage. Uh, All right.
1: Well, she's going to have uh, disadvantage on this because she's not planning to go anywhere. So, a huge
2: control. dress
1: was 14. Second was 17. So 14. So that is going to hit.
2: Ah. Uh, no, I'm, so the safety C is thirteen, so she saves.
1: Oh, she saves. Okay, so so the unicorn horn blast, <laughs> uh, rip rips through the air, uh, and it it doesn't actually uh, hit Kaleidi, but it does hit one of like these lovely uh, wings that are that are flying, and the wing just uh, almost almost like pops. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't burn, it doesn't shrink. It's it's like it's just dissolved from reality. And, uh, she, at that point, she she screams like she is super freaked out and collapses to the floor and the, the glowing seems to stop.
3: Well, oh. can Barco smell her and like, <laughs> <laughs> just check her out?
1: <sighs> yeah. So she's, she's, uh, she's on all fours just h- huffing <clears throat> and, uh, and rage and fear and uh, she looks up at you, Shannon, and says, heretic, how
3: dare you? Um, so I don't, I feel like now is not the time for you to cast blame. You're definitely going to jail. Um, where is, where's Tim at? What, what's going on? What's, where's Jim, sorry, where's Jim? Where's he at?
1: Jim got what he deserved, just like you would have given to him if you were allowed to continue with your heresy. He would never have let you continue in the church. Well, I didn't mean for it to happen, but he was standing over a rug that's in the shape of a portal to another dimension. It's beautiful looking into that plane, but he happened to be standing there while I was testing out my own personal heresy, and well, that's just one less thing for me to worry about on the day before the big parade.
3: Well, sounds like you're throwing stones from a glass house, you know, calling calling me out. So, can somebody please get the handcuffs so we can take this crazy lady to jail? Change Why to not join me, house.
1: Shannon? <laughs> join what? me in our fashion heresy. Together, we can take fashion to all new heights. Why stop at the power of Lord Gersace? We could, we could go all over the world, and and I mean, ah. we could even fix Illin over there.
3: You know what? Hey. Illin doesn't need fixing don't don't let that slide Ilan. okay
1: and she she looks at you and just lets out (laughs) like a super disappointed like "Ah!" and and uh falls to the ground in a tantrum she's exhausted
0: and mikhail takes the opportunity to pull out the uh the anti-magic handcuffs the shackles manacles and clamp them on
1: uh her wrists Alright. So uh yeah, you uh take her out to the stairs of uh, all of the other members of the priesthood uh watching her go out. Did you take the relic from her, by the way? Did anyone I did not. Okay so that's still attached that, to her?
2: that? That that sounds like a good Illan thing. Ilan would have uh separated the two relics and uh you know bagged them into evidence, right? And have to Oh man, I gotta really make some room.
1: <laughs> Alright, and uh Clara fo- follows you out and, uh, and as you're uh, basically like shoving Kaleidi into the, the wagon to take her away, uh, she says like, how could you do this, mother? How could you, how could you leave me with all this? And uh, Kaleidi doesn't even acknowledge her. She just looks away. And so you, you head back to the precinct. You've bagged all the evidence. You've, uh, you've caught a perp. Uh, and so you bring all this to the chief and, uh, chief says, well, it's one of the weirder cases I've ever seen. I honestly don't know how the prosecutors are going to handle this. We're going to have to talk about some real effed up magic, uh, going (laughs) around and the Magus is not going to like it. Uh, I, I just hope they don't come down too hard on any of the churches given that she was acting out of heresy, uh. But I don't know. It seems like a pretty open and shut case to me. So uh, let's get this to the courts and uh, see what the prosecutors can do. Uh, so that's going to be uh, time for you, the jury. Uh, you folks watching at home on Twitch, uh, we're going to put is how long is it? Scott, a ninety seconds.
2: And a half. That's
1: quick. yes, one minute and one half minute. Ninety seconds on the clock for the jury to deliberate. Justice is Swift and Lanarcanum. we need a, <laughs> uh, a guilty or a not guilty from, uh, from each of you as to whether you believe that uh, Kaleidi is guilty of uh, killing Jim to uh, with her use of arcane what? magics. So, what is the
2: actual,
0: what are we actually charging her with?
2: Mm.
1: What are, yeah, what is the prosecutor going for?
2: Well, why don't you tell me? Manslaughter? And heresy? I think heresy sounds like the better charge. Heresy is a good charge, but is it is it a legal matter? Now
0: the churches, my understanding, the churches of Lanark canon have a lot of leeway. So I'm thinking this is going to be
2: manslaughter
3: or, or yeah. magical
2: leg- negligence.
3: At least like theft yeah. or something, right?
2: Theft? Are they going there for theft? But they, but it, it's, 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 it's 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 like of a relic that's like holy theft. Mm, theft? I of really said, think, theft of the sacred and the divine.
0: I really think they're gonna. I really think they got a gun for. Um we gotta again for the big yeah listen,
1: the big listen officers, let's let's not be shy. We'll throw throw the book at her. Uh these, everything. Some, something's everything. gonna stick. Look, we got Grand Theft Relic. Okay. <laughs> we've, we've got uh heresy with intent and uh and we've got manslaughter uh in, in the act of committing heresy. That's depraved heart right there. So uh yeah, I I think uh we just take this to the jury and see what sticks. All right.
2: That sounds good. That sounds real good.
0: Still uh, so... waiting
2: for any last votes. A little bit of time yeah, left. Just,
0: just, just guilty of uh, being a bad person. Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> crimes, crimes. Is is she guilty of crimes?
2: Any crimes? Any old crimes? Not crimes against fashion. Not fashion crimes. Mm, aren't they though? Because uh, that that was a pretty big crime against fashion. Uh
0: i don't know i think
2: <laughs> i mean is it a crime against fashion or is it a crime against fashionology Because there's a difference. Uh, all right all right and the votes are in that's uh unanimous guilty on all counts Ooh, of right. whatever accounts we got
0: grand theft relic and
1: unlicensed exiling it looks like are the two that stuck stuck the hardest one <laughs> yeah the jury uh the jury was very clear <clears throat> if you don't have a license to exile you Help. don't need to be practicing that here in lan arcanum. Uh, yeah, so uh oh, the next day uh the day after the trial uh you're all sitting around the uh the breakfast table and uh finishing up your discussions when the chief slaps the paper down and says uh, well looks like you did it. they uh they're locking up kalieti and uh well the the uh parade was a, a big success uh Clara stepped up and uh and took over and, and you see there's an article about like church of fashionology enters a new age uh and uh, <laughs> who writes these
2: articles I don't
1: What's the no, 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 I don't here? hey look everybody gets real excitable uh if people love fashion what do you want Michael it, it
2: is the fashion <laughs> section I mean the church sponsors that whole section Oh ah, yes it's hard to tell the, those uh, those naturalized uh,
1: advertisements. Well, what I mean, what is the magistrate going to pay for the newspaper? Come on. Of course, it's all sponsored. Uh, all right. So, uh, Scott, can you give me a count? Uh, what is the Scales of Justice tally?
2: It is three successes to four failures. Oh, oh no. no. Yes. Yes. I,
0: man, Mikhail was three out of those four failures. I'm, you, you, not you were great. the fail
2: boat, and we were all aboard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, well, okay, so, um, yeah, I'm really sorry to do this. So we, we hop back a bit in time, uh, to before, before the verdict of the trial has come out. Uh, but after the events of that day, and, uh, it's, it's actually the day of the parade and, uh, it wrapped, it was a big success and it ended up being that, uh, Clara, was uh, decided as the new head of uh, of the church, and uh, Shannon, you're out celebrating your birthday uh, with all of your coworkers, and you're you're having a, a pretty good time. Uh, but it's you know it just doesn't feel quite the same. And uh, suddenly, uh, while while you're out there in in between songs, you're getting a breath of fresh air when uh, a bird lands on your shoulder, and and you receive a tweet. And uh, you you unroll it, and it's uh, it's a message from Clara. And uh, it says, It was really strange seeing you today. I didn't realize how much I missed us. But I'm expected to be the head of the church now, and I can't look past your past deeds. So I'm sorry, but... (sighs) I don't think we can be friends again unless you're willing to
2: recant.
3: <sighs>
2: got a secret admirer, Shannon
3: no, no Ellen it's it's from Shannon. is it a is it a check check the box? Yes, no, tweeter or is it like <sighs> is is that what we're working with?
1: No, in fact, like there there are several check boxes for like what you should do to respond, and it just says like no response required.
3: It's like repent,
2: oh. repent. Other,
3: <laughs> other. Mm. Okay, we're gonna go with no right. response required. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Roll this puppy back. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the bird, the bird takes it and and flies <laughs> away. And actually, you see the bird just drop it because it's
3: like, no, <laughs> it no response required. <laughs> required.
1: I'm done. If you're done, on not,
3: that. I think that
0: might be littering. I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna write that one down.
3: Oh, me Did You get the number
2: from that bird.
0: Yeah, no, Shan, the fault clearly lies on the bird. It's, it's going to be uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: easy persecution. And as, actually,
1: as you're starting to write it up, you see as a night street sweeper come through and just sweep it up and merrily continue on their way. Uh, well, another case, another conviction lost. The,
2: the evidence. We lost the... Oh.
1: Well, yeah. Chief's going to
2: be mad.
1: All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it. So, you guys, you solved the case uh unfortunately shannon did not reconcile her past friendships and there's still a schism between her and the church of fashionology yeah she's uh but that's okay because she's with her real friends (laughs) her real friends in the high guard
3: yeah but we have church
1: we have religions and she's got nothing
3: (laughs) wow (laughs) wow Wow,
2: mikhail (laughs) she has her own heretical religion and she says that ilan's just fine so so shannon's just fine too
3: so I told you that when we were in the scene, but then right after we, like, all the craziness stopped, I like pull you to the side and I'm like, Shannon, or I'm like, Ellen, you need to burn those overalls. Never wear them again.
2: <laughs> but they're the only thing I have to wear. Well, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, him slay, ah! slay. yeah, and I, as everyone in in staring distance is like, ah, it's like <laughs> the lights fade, and uh, that's that's the episode. Thanks
0: for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives next time for another exciting adventure in Lan Arcanum. Same RPG time. Same RPG academy. Scott Brown can be found on Twitter at G E O W T F. Jeffrey Copeland can be found on Twitter at ATL underscore Spielberg. Marty Maguire can be found on Twitter at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young can be found on Twitter at that1gm. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. or leaving a review on our iTunes page, which helps other listeners find the show. Thanks!